MSW Media. News with swearing. Daily beans, daily beans. Daily beans, daily beans. Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Tuesday, February 25th, 2020. Today, Dems demand new sanctions against Russia. Grinnell is in more hot water. The coronavirus tanks the Dow. Amy Berman Jackson denies a stone motion. Uh, Trump threatens Schiff again. Weinstein is guilty. Lindsey Graham crackers opened his stupid mouth and words came out. And we have some good news. I'm your host, AJ, and with me today is Jordan Coburn. Hello. And Amanda Reeder. Hello. How are you? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I have, I'm having a day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm feeling medium today. Yeah. So, <laughs> sorry, everyone. Um, <laughs> we were so giggly yesterday and today we're all I like, know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> today, I ordered some Postmates and answered the door in my robe. And the Postmate uh, asked me to take off my robe and said, I want to see you. I want to see your body. I can take off your robe. Can I see you? I, please, I want to see you. Mm. And I grabbed my food and slammed the door and turned on the alarm and locked everything up and tweeted about it and called the police and called Postmates. Uh, so that was fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, that's so disgusting. I'm so sorry. And something I never, ever thought I would have heard after 1986, I actually got responses on Twitter. Why were you wearing answering your door in the robe? Mm-hmm. Why, you know, you shouldn't invite people into your house. I didn't invite them into my right, house. Right, because, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. You're like, please step inside. Let me. Come on Even in. if you, you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want also. Mm-hmm. Yep. Why are you wearing your robe in the middle of the day? Oh, my God. Who said that? Just people. Just Twitter people. <sighs> I blocked them. One lady's like, why are you calling out Postmates? You, you're, why are you embarrassing the entire company for one person's bad thing? Like, the company needs to be embarrassed vet. about this, and they should vet their drivers if they aren't. And and, and it got attention, mm-hmm. swift attention. And, and uh, you know, I had a very wonderful person from a, a, a high up at the, at the corporation contact me, reach out. They were awesome. And so Good. I can't... It's I can't disclose what they did because it's a safety issue. Uh-huh. But um, I was very happy with with Good. how it went, and and you know I'm not taking the tweet down, but I was I was pleased by their rapid response, which came because I tweeted about it. So yeah. those people can mm-hmm. shut up. Oh yeah. my god, these kind of line crossing is... things happen to women every fucking day, and it's really that's this is the, the scary part. Yeah, this it's is the reality. All of the stories that women are sharing with me about mm-hmm. similar experiences. I walked in I walked in today, we talked about it before the show and I was like, "Oh, that's funny because 48 hours ago, I had a really unsafe experience with a driver uh-huh. with, with for Lyft. I got a, I got in a cab and after I was at an event, it was late at night and we started driving and he was like, "Oops. Oh, I canceled your ride. Oh, let me take you home for free. Note free of charge." And he was like, "Where do you live again?" And uh-huh. yeah, so I had to, and then he was like, let me take you for free. Let me take you for free. And I protested and protested and said, no, let me get out of the car. And he yeah. was like, no, I insist. So I just no. hopped out of the car at a stop sign. Jesus. Oh my so God. these things happen. And I'm, yeah, I would love to go wherever you're going to take me uh, and yep. give you my home address and also with no record of the right. ride. That would be, what a great idea. Yeah. So, sign me up. Where do I sign up for that? Yep. So that's. That's the vibe, everyone. This is what happens to women every day. Well, we're here. We have each other. Yes, I love you guys. Yeah, sorry about that. Nope. Don't don't be sorry about anything. Mm. We're, we're, we're too used to having to apologize for this shit, you know? Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. It's really good in all levels, too. Like, whether it's something, I don't know, mm-hmm. where it's like, was that really bad and scary? I mean, yes, it was. What Was that actually nefarious? Or did I just have to protect myself? It doesn't matter because oh, you were made to feel incredibly unsafe. 100%. And the, the possibility is taking a risk and then hurting yourself. I think it says something that my reaction might... Here's the thing. He could have genuinely just been a guy who was, like, confused and be... Oh, I accidentally closed your thing and he was trying to be nice to me. Mm-hmm. He didn't want me to get out in the rain. But also... Don't trust that Could shit. Could have been a murderer. Right, exactly. <laughs> and also, when you say, please let me out, mm-hmm. there shouldn't be a discussion yes. after that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. And then your person literally came to your house. Yep. That freaks me the fuck out. Yep. And mm-hmm. verbally assaulted you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. Gross. <sighs> Sorry, you two. And now into some right. excellent news. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also... Uh, good news. This is I'm I'm gonna do some good news uh, up front. We are having uh, Amy Carrero back on. She wrote from Netflix. Yeah, Yay. tomorrow. Back on tomorrow. Um, tomorrow's beans. If you're a patron, Wednesdays or yeah, Wednesdays beans. If you're um a subscriber, and that will be awesome because she's awesome. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love her voice. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like I mean she's a voice actor. I don't mean I love her voice as a voice actor, which I do. I mean I love her figurative voice mm-hmm. in the community and what she she's does. So funny. So funny. So smart. That'll be great. Yes, she is hilarious. So tune in for that for sure. All right, we do have a lot of news today, so let's hit the hot notes. Hot notes. All right, new polling out tonight as we head to the Palmetto State. If you didn't know, South Carolina is the Palmetto State. Uh, It is debate night um, Tuesday, which is tonight. Uh, If you're listening Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) You could be listening in, you know, next year, just going back and reliving the, the glory days. Uh, glory I just I hope know. these are not the glory days the salad days <laughs> and if uh, yeah if, if you're listening next year there's no debate tonight um, Biden leads with 27 in the state Sanders has 23 so he closed mm. that gap a little bit mm-hmm. Steyer's in third at 15 beating Buddha Judge who's at 9 and Warren who's at 8 hmm Klobuchar wasn't even on the damn I, yeah. she, I'm How sure she has a score polling, but huh? like I didn't see it on this particular report. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And we will go over the debates on uh, Thursday's Daily Beans, Wednesday night, if you're a patron, because you get these episodes early. South Carolina is an open primary. Mm. And uh, there are now reports, and I don't know, I, I will say that I don't, I haven't verified this with mm-hmm. a major news source. I've just seen photos. Um that the Republican Party is sending out information to registered Republicans in the state to vote for Sanders mm-hmm. in what they're calling Project Chaos. Yep. Huh. Uh, I'm wondering if we'll be able to get those numbers, like how many Republicans voted. Like, yep. They I'd be interested to see that. I don't think it'll have that big of an impact, but I'd be interested to know how many do. Yeah, they interviewed someone on NPR that was doing that exact thing. And they said, in general, we. if I was understanding the story correctly, I kind of tuned in late, but I think what they were saying is, in general... We're advocating for getting rid of the open primary process because it's not fair that some liberal person gets to come in and then screw up our polling. That's that's unfair. That takes power away from our vote. But since this is how it is, we're saying go do that to the Democratic Party right now to go so discord. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Yeah. And this and NVR had this person on and part of me was kind of like. I'm glad that I had more of a view of what the hell's going on in their head. But at the same time, you're kind of just giving airtime to this movement of people that maybe are thinking, I didn't even know I could do that. And now they're going to go and do that. I, fuck. That also makes me sad because. If like, I know. Like, why, why are we telling everybody? Yeah. Well, 
also, I mean, our listeners aren't going to, but no, know. no, no. Yeah. 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 Well, it's, it sucks too, because giving airtime, the, the fact that this is happening at all. And the fact that people are talking about it means that the Bernie team's on the ground right now, trying to make inroads with the African-American community and genuinely trying very hard to get votes in that state. And so if all these Republicans come and vote for him, that's the thing they're going to focus on as opposed to the genuine work that his team is doing to right. get votes. Right. It's incredibly bad press just inherently yeah. that the Republicans stir up shit choice mm-hmm. is Bernie. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. And, and I wonder why it keeps being Bernie. Because when Bernie was in second place in 2016, it made sense to me. Mm-hmm. I think it's because they. Why think are you going after the front row? I'm sorry to interrupt. Well, you. no, I just think, I think it's because they think there's no way in hell he'll be Trump because they think oh, people will never vote for a socialist, right? So they think like if they can get him to win the Democratic nomination, then there's no way in hell he'll win the general. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's similar to why Russia is backing him as well. And obviously, there's not enough factual reporting out there that's mm-hmm. incredibly extensive, and a thorough investigation hasn't yet been conducted and presented to us as the American people over why they're choosing. To boost Bernie. But part of me does think it's that. He's a outspoken, you know, democratic socialist, mm-hmm. more left than anybody who, who has ever really run for president this mm-hmm. successfully. And it's freaking people the fuck out. And it is causing chaos. And then if they can push that as much as they can, I think it could be as simple as that. But I don't know, man. Who knows? Yeah, it, it, you're right. It might be as easy as, as simple as that. It might not be. I don't know. But. Mm-hmm. I would be interested to know, and there's got to be a way to count those votes. Mm-hmm. Well, they did in Nevada. I, I mean, remem- you wouldn't you wouldn't like erase them or anything. I'm right. just mm-hmm. interested in knowing. Yeah, like how many Republicans have come in? Yeah, yeah. I think they did entrance polling in Nevada. They showed Democrats, Independents, and Republicans who were who were. Is that an open caucus? It's not, is it? Caucuses no. are closed right. usually. I think. Okay. I think so. Okay. I guess it's different in every state, probably. Yeah. But- but I just mean, in order to vote, you have to be registered. You have to be registered with a party or mm-hmm. not affiliated with a party. Yeah. And so they would know, like, mm-hmm. AG know. is this and she voted for this person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I don't know if they'll release those numbers or not, though. Yeah. They're allowed. It's open. They're voters. Or they could also just register Democrat and do it even in a closed primary. You're allowed to switch parties as much as you want. If you're not even going to have a primary for Trump, then you could just change your party affiliation so you could do the same thing. Yeah, and people who are not affiliated with a party who select that Mm -hmm. non-affiliation can vote for either party Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. So it's not just Republicans. Right. Yeah. It was interesting. On the way over, I was was listening to NPR also, and there was a, a voter in South Carolina who said, on the ground here, I think Bernie's going to win this state. I don't think he'll win the general. Mm. So kind of interesting. That is interesting because yeah. it continues to happen state after state. <laughs> Only yeah. three states, yeah. you guys. Yeah, but it, was just, but, but I was just saying, it's funny that there's this, that that's, that's the narrative. Yeah. He's going to win here, but, but not ultimately. I think people underestimate, like, we know that there's a lot of Bernie supporters who don't, if Bernie's not the nominee, they aren't going to vote or they'll write in Bernie or whatever. I've seen supporters of other candidates say the same thing about him. Same. I haven't finished my sentence. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. And other candidates are doing this as well. Yeah. I think people are underestimating the vote blue no matter who folks like me, who mm-hmm. where maybe if Sanders isn't my first choice, mm-hmm. I'm still going to vote for him if he's the nominee. And mm-hmm. I think that people are missing out on mm-hmm. that yeah. part of it. Mm-hmm. But I know that there is a really huge campaign of like a never Bernie campaign. And anything hashtag or bust, mm-hmm. never whoever, mm-hmm is Russian. It is a Russian talking point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It originated there. It's in the Mueller report. So like knock yeah. it off. Yep. 
Totally. Or, you know, I mean, if you you don't have to, but <laughs> just know that you're, you know, floating Russian disinformation. Right. To sow discord and chaos like Trey Gowdy's hair. Yeah. <laughs> and, sorry, I didn't mean to. No, you're good. No, I totally you. cut you off. Sorry. Um, because I always say the bad part of the sentence first. <laughs> so it sounds worse. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember. That used to happen a lot in the old days. It happens to me a, a lot. Yeah, so yeah. I'll say the bad part of the sentence, and then somebody will be like, hey, that's a bad part of the sentence you just said. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have but I have good news at the end, yeah, like totally. in the show. Yeah. I you, speak in shit sandwiches. <laughs> inverted shit sandwiches. <laughs> I speak in inverted shit sandwiches. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's awesome. I love you guys so much. <laughs> Love you too. Oh, today. Yeah. Uh, and Lindsey Graham Crackers told Fox News viewers he promises to use his position as chair of the Senate Judiciary to launch an investigation into Andy McCabe, despite the inspector general and the Department of Justice clearing him of wrongdoing. Two inspectors general, actually. Uh, here's what you've got to believe, he said, uh, that the most important investigation that the FBI, the guy is now a sitting president, he was the nominee of the Republican Party. The system was told by a Russian subsource of steel that everything in the dossier is unreliable. Lindsay then said he was going to find out how the dossier made its way to the top. Uh, your buddy McCain delivered it to the FBI. <laughs> like, did, maybe he didn't tell you because you're mm -hmm. a piece of shit. Um, and he says, how did McCabe know the document was in New York when he couldn't get a warrant in 2016? How much did McCabe know to go to New York? Who told him? Uh, I've got news for you. John McCain, probably. Um, <laughs> also today, Trump threatened Adam Schiff again, uh, this time over the classified briefing on Russian interference in the 2020 election, with Trump, which Trump denies. He says it's misinformation. Um, Trump claims without evidence that Schiff leaked the information from the briefing and said, somebody please tell incompetent, thanks for my high poll numbers, and corrupt politician Adam Shifty Schiff to stop leaking classified information, made-up made information to the fake news media. Someday he will get caught, and that will be very un a very unpleasant experience. Mm, that's so a very long nickname, first off, that he made for him. Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, what was it? Uh, somebody please... Incompetent, thanks for my high poll numbers, corrupt politician Adam Shifty Schiff. <laughs> <laughs> Very inefficient. Rolls off the tongue. Yeah, exactly. Sounds like a good bumper sticker to mm -hmm. me. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it wastes a lot of resources, just like they intend to. Fuck, man. I think... It sounds like they're going to stick the DOJ on him, honestly. Yeah, on Schiff and yeah. McCabe. He's so vindictive. He's just so full of, like, vengefulness and vindictiveness, mm -hmm. and he's so, like, it's, it's, it's a little scary. I wonder what their supporters feel like if they do these investigations, which, as he said, they already have. There's already been inspectors general reports. Do they accept the findings finally or do their supporters similarly to them just constantly say, just keep investigating them until you find something? Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, that's scary. And not conservative. <laughs> As a I ideological, you know, standpoint, that's not a very conservative way to conduct operating as a government to continuously beat a fucking dead horse over mm. and over again in ways that cost money and time. Yeah. Expensive dead horse. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Expensive dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> and and you're right, Mandy. He's a vapid, soulless, trash can of a human. Mm -hmm. um, he's, he's just that Lindsay fish, you know, like mm -hmm. that, that one person in, I think, Rolling Stone described him, you know, 
hanging around the big the big A yeah. alpha predators and, and just sort of eating their skin. <laughs> I hate watching Lindsey Graham's trajectory because he's gone from semi-criticizing the president, you know, in the beginning to just realizing, oh, it's way more fun when I'm just on his side. And yeah. I just uh, get to spew the same talking points. This is great. Yeah, after that one golf game. Yeah. They've all sold their souls. Uh-huh. Yes. And Trump also suggested that Bob Mueller come back and investigate Bernie's win in Nevada, asking if any Democrats are blaming Russia. Okay. Are you kidding? No, that's what Trump said. Oh, my God. He really is <laughs> sowing the seeds for putting total distrust in the upcoming election results, and that's fucking terrifying. We are bleak today, friends. Uh-huh. He he wants Bernie to run against him, and then he if he if if Bernie beats him, he's got this insurance policy of the Russians did it. Right, but then the Russians didn't help Trump. The, the, that was that. What? you sound like you just like malfunctioned with the The way that no does not compute compute. (laughs) norman coordinate (laughs) it doesn't it makes no fucking sense it's the riskiest move because it's entirely banking on people having zero memory whatsoever of the last four years and oh my god uh, I think he'll he might be able to get like another handful of of supporters that didn't show up to vote last time just based on the socialism thing. But mm-hmm. he's going to give that tag to anybody mm-hmm. that he runs against. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that tag is. Happening. Yeah, I mean they're all talking about expanding access to health care, which is always labeled as socialist, no matter how far it goes. Yeah, but but keep your government hands off my social security. Mm-hmm. What? Okay. Uh, and Senate Democrats are demanding a new round of sanctions against Russia for the election interference. I'm wondering when they're going to treat this like the war it is. Um, sanctions, they'll just be lifted by Steve. So I don't even understand why Mnuchin, uh, head of the Treasury, I don't mm-hmm. understand why. I don't get it. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I mean, I, mm-hmm. at least it's better than nothing. I'm yeah. not, I'm not going to say, like, don't do that. You know, definitely do that, but do more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what? Yes. You know, like, so hands are kind of tied. Trump's not going to come out and shake his finger at Putin. No way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, since the new election, though, is coming up, maybe they just think symbolically it's important for them to do. Yeah. And and I mean, it will have an impact. But what are you going to mm-hmm. like? What are you going to seriously put any sort of serious sanctions on any of the oligarchs or Putin right. or disallow them from, you know, banking with other countries and, and put punishments in place for other countries who circumvent those um, mm-hmm. rules like yeah. like Hulk Bank <laughs> did and they got indicted for it even though Trump didn't want them to. Yeah, it's so sad all these things that they're doing now have become symbolic decisions more or less or on principle decisions. Right, like everybody yesterday was like impeach Trump again um, and I'm like okay. Yeah. It's not going to stop him from doing anything. Right. But continue to investigate by all means. I'm not saying don't. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I don't know, I'm just, uh, maybe I'm in a bad mood today. I'm sorry. It's no. kind of like, <laughs> I mean, I think it's cool. I am too. Mm-hmm. I'm on my period. What's up, guys? I'm on my period. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like, you know when you, with a dog, if you don't keep up with their discipline, they just go rogue and you can't get it back? Mm. It's like Yes, that. I personally know this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, you, you can do all the training in the world, but if you don't keep up with the discipline and you let them do what they want... Or you don't keep up with the commands. Eventually, they're just going to go fucking rogue and do whatever the fuck they want. And that's what Trump. Trump is like, "Fuck you all! You didn't. You didn't stop me. You let me do whatever the fuck I want. I want to piss all over you now." 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I should say, and and because I I, ha- I take a very firm stance on impeachment being a c- congressional constitutional duty, yeah, and it is an impeachable offense. He should be impeached for it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to go anywhere in the Senate. The Senate is bought and paid for. We know that like Lamar Alexander got mm-hmm. a, his pet projects a- awarded to him. Susan Collins ended up with one hundred fifty thousand dollars in a bank account that was opened a week and a half ago or something mm-hmm. um and she got some uh, murkowski got her alaska project to, mm-hmm. to go through and it's just you know and then of course he donated a zillion bazillion dollars to the rnc for the those senators that would vote to support him that are running in 2020 so it's mm-hmm. just uh it's bought and paid for but I, I i should say impeachment is a congressional duty he should be investigated and impeached uh for i thought back during the russia thing but yeah, we have a new Russia thing now. So yeah, mm-hmm. if this is a move by Senate Democrats, this is also really important for all the campaigning folks, especially Bernie, to come out and be huge supporters of it. Yeah, he tends to not vote for sanctions packages because they don't go far enough, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. or they could hurt the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so sometimes he votes against sanctions for that reason because he doesn't want the people of the country to suffer, just the government. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, He's going to have a lot of explaining to do if that's how he votes. It would be bad if he if he mm-hmm. if he voted on if I if it even comes time. to a vote. Mm-hmm. I mean, McConnell, it, you know, Senator Blackburn will probably take yeah. a shit on it, and yeah. then it won't go anywhere. That's true. Uh, but uh, it would be nice to hold them accountable. I, there, I know there's a way you can force a vote. I just don't know off the top of my head what that is. Mm-hmm. But I would love to see it happen. Because we know that passing it in the House and sending it to the Senate doesn't force a vote. They've got 300, mm-hmm. 400 bills. You would think now that they're interfering in Bernie's campaign, that Republicans would want to not have anyone that's helping elect a socialist, so-called, right? So you would think that they would come out in support of signing election bills into law, election security bills into law. Well, they know our hands are tied because we're not going to say fake news, Russia hoax, because mm-hmm. we're not stupid. Mm-hmm. And so... We have to sit here and accept the facts because we, you know, that's what we do uh, on on the left, mm-hmm. and say <laughs> and say, Sometimes. hey, Russia is interfering. They're you know boosting Bernie. They, they did this in 2016. Mm-hmm. It's the thing that's happening. Mm-hmm. Well, meanwhile, they just deny yep. that the initial Russia thing never even happened. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Going off of the essentially, you know, tried and true footprint that they have from 2016 and now they get to pick up right where they left off and with continued success. Mm-hmm. Much success. <sighs> I'm so, I feel bad. Uh, we do have a good news block, but Jordan's <laughs> going to give you some more bad news after this break. Yeah. Uh, but we do have a good news block coming up mm-hmm. and, 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 and we'll make some jokes, I promise. And mm-hmm. we'll do some swears. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're just trying to, I should I should really be thankful that I have this podcast because mm-hmm. it, it really does make me feel better. Definitely. Totally. Yes. And I know people say that we make them feel better a lot too, so I'll try to bring it around. I know. I feel bad. I feel <laughs> like I'm letting people down today. And Today's I just a shit day also, mm-hmm. like vibe-wise, I feel, for all of us. Mm. It's Mercury in Uranus or what? <laughs> <laughs> Mercury is, is in retrograde. Uh. Yes. <laughs> Yes, and also it's is Pisces it, it, it season. It seems like it's, it's in retrograde season. 50% of the time. Yeah, what the fuck? Can, we, can <laughs> I write a letter that, and maybe Mercury doesn't go into retrograde so often? <laughs> well, like, I don't, what does, I'm not meaning to yeah. a, astrology shame, Yes, but what does that mean if it's going into retrograde, if it is in retrograde? Vibes are off. 
Okay, got it. Yeah, okay. it, Mercury it, it, because of the different orbits, it mm-hmm. appears to go backwards ah, for certain, like yeah. every communication breakdowns, technology fails. Interesting. Yeah, don't don't like make big purchases, make big plans. Interesting. Get engaged, Cable doesn't Wait, work. How long? Uploading files takes forever. <laughs> how yes. long does this last exactly? I think this one is a sixteen day. I don't yeah. know. I'd have to look it up. Interesting. Yes. Oh, why? What? Interesting. <laughs> you are seem you, are like you you're applying these things too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, the thing happened to me last night where the fucking rocks just got thrown at my car. Mm. And yeah, it got... tell everybody about that. That's fucked up. If you live in San Diego, all people not... said the fucked up shit happened yes, in the last that, like, 48 that's hours. That's what I'm saying. It's very strange. Yeah. I felt like life was going on pretty much as usual, and then all of <laughs> a sudden, all these examples of shitty people just were flooded, like flooded into our lives. But yeah, oh, it's 23 days long. It oh. lasts till March 10. Oh, Super no. Tuesday is going to be during Mercury. Oh, Tuesday. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but handmarked yeah. paper ballots. <laughs> oh, God, right. <laughs> if you fight Mercury retrograde, uh, demand handmarked paper ballots. So Someone threw rocks at your windshield. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Pacific Highway, if you're in San Diego or if you're ever visiting, do not go on that road right now until the cops figure their shit out because apparently I was just driving off of the five, exiting on Pacific Highway, and out of nowhere, two massive things hit and crack my windshield like completely demolished my windshield like glass shattered into my car like there's still glass all over my car that's scary yeah it didn't break it almost broke through like there's multiple you know layers that kind of like pop off in the glass yeah and if you didn't have a more modern car if you have an older car you wouldn't have that safety glass it would have shattered all over you yes exactly and so this happens and then i look around me and i'm like just in shock just like what is happening i thought it was i don't know i fucking really struggle with anxiety so i just thought it was like the end of the world mostly <laughs> like a meteor yeah that that's... happened yeah that happens <laughs> yes. that's what that's the first place i go a transformer blew up in yes. pacific beach and i hit the deck i thought we were being attacked yes it's terrifying and it's like i'm like fuck fuck this is why i should have moved like san diego's always a target and i'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> i don't mean to laugh yeah it's no, real no, no. it's real because no, we have like the true. largest one of the largest naval installations yes it's true and right where it happened was like right right under the flight path that's coming into the airport and right next to a military yeah, base. Yeah, 32nd Street and and Coronado's right there. You, you're like surrounded by yes, the and, Naval Air Station. Yes, exactly. And so I'm looking around just like, what the fuck just happened? Just trying to figure out what it was. And then I see like four other cars with their hazards on pulled over to the side of the road. And I'm like, the same shit just happened to them. And then they all start getting out of their car and everyone's looking at each other's windshields. Everybody's car is fucked. Like, and then at the repair shop, some lady was like, "That happened to to her." Yeah, too? yeah. She said it happened to her like a couple weeks ago. And so this is a thing that's just happening. And when the police officer came to the scene, he was like, "Yeah, this is just something that keeps happening, and we can't catch the guy." They assumed it was a man, and <laughs> I don't know if I have an issue with that <laughs> gender-wise. But and then I I was like, they "All might right, know. somebody may have witnessed it." Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I called the freaking news station because I was like, no one's talking about this. And I've now met multiple people that this has happened to. And like people should know at least or like don't walk on that street too. like if that like you said, it it completely busted through another woman's windshield. Oh, God. Yeah. Anyways. Mm. Yeah. That shit happened. Alrighty. Mercury. Deep breath together, together, everyone. (laughs) Deep breath in. Yeah. Mm. (sighs) I am safe. Oh, now I'm having a hot flash. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. 
Hey everybody, it's AG, and this segment of the Daily Beans is brought to you by Noom. Uh, I've been on Noom now for 17 months, 18 months, and I absolutely love it. They have taught me to not feel guilt about food. Um, they have, you know, helped me build build healthier habits, and I feel better about myself. Uh, initially, I lost some weight, but it, now it's just been been about maintaining it, and also feeling okay about what I eat and being able to track things and have access to everything that's in the app. I love the habit changing program from Noom. They help you develop a new relationship with food and it adjusts to your lifestyle. So they teach you the psychology behind the decisions you make and then help you keep track of everything from workouts and steps to your diet, food logs, and they recommend healthy recipes and they connect you with a personally assigned goal specialist, which is awesome, and a whole community of other Noomers. So you have all the support you need to empower your your journey. And I've been, you know, like I said, I wanted to eat better, feel more energetic. Um, um, and with Noom, you pick the goals that are right for you. It's based on what you uh, need for in your life, and they personalize the program to help your, your goals become reality. Uh, they're based on a cognitive behavioral approach, so they use personalized courses to help you reach your goals. It only takes about 10 minutes a day. It's not time-consuming. Uh, they don't use negative reinforcement, like I said, so there's no shaming if you go off track, just tips on how to get back on track tomorrow. So it is the perfect time to make a step towards healthier habits. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash Daily Beans. What do you have to lose. Visit Noom.com slash Daily Beans to start your trial today. That's Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash Daily Beans. All right, everybody, welcome back. It is time for some more news with Jordan. Yes. Uh, all right, here we go. The Washington Post, they reported more things that we can add to Trump's new acting DNI picks resume today. Uh, and you know, it's actually really uplifting. Turns out he has more experience than we thought. Just kidding. He's the worst. <laughs> His resume keeps getting shittier. <laughs> I was like looking so at you like, that doesn't sound like the story I read gotcha. today. <laughs> That's gotcha journalism. Yes, it is. Boom. Bada bing. So WAPO reported that Richard Grinnell. Finger gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he, okay. So here's some, here's some things from his past that are not great. Um, bad. I will just say that. Bad. Number one. Uh, he he wrote an op-ed about the Nigerian presidential race in 2015 that pissed a bunch of Nigerians off, and it was a very like off-kiltered, misplaced opinion. Was kind of the general sentiment, it seems, from what I've gathered. If you have more information on that, please feel free to let me know. Uh, I know there's a lot more about it. <laughs> I'm just going through these here. here. Okay, second, there's a whole list of bad stuff. So yes, I, yeah, yeah. You're just trying. Number two, he defended the Maldivian government against allegations of corruption that were brought to their attention by a whistleblower who Grinnell said was an agent of Russia that was setting out to destabilize an Eastern European country trying to move more towards the West. Mm. So that sounds really fucking familiar and scary. Yeah, an Eastern European country trying to be more like the West where a whistleblower comes out and, uh, mm, mm-hmm. mm. Yeah, and he's saying, mm. I mean, right, this just shows that he's willing to cover up, he's willing to attack a whistleblower, say whatever shit you need to say to try to discredit them regardless of whether or not there's any semblance of truth to it and protect the ones that are actually empowered that have all of the corrupt activities under their belts. So that's a good thing on his resume as far as Trump's concerned. Uh, and then finally, he has a PR firm that was paid to do a bunch of work for a nonprofit that's almost entirely funded by the Hungarian government, which is led by a very far right prime minister, Viktor Orban. His work for the Hungarian funded nonprofit is the kind of thing that normally 
the Justice Department would scrutinize and investigate when it as it relates to fare violations potentially because he didn't register and it's really hard to imagine that there wasn't any sort of violations happening with that work that he was doing being paid a bunch of money to advocate for another country. Totally. If they were doing security black background checks, he probably he wouldn't get it. Right. But <laughs> we know that that doesn't happen anymore. No. And it's not heated, whatever they do find. Um, the law requires... Yeah, anybody that's, like I said, advocating in the U.S. on behalf of a foreign power to register and disclose their activities. He did not. So we'll see, I guess, if that goes anywhere. My guess is it won't because it's the Justice Department that has to look into it. It'd be a perfect thing for the new Farah unit within the Justice Department, headed up by a former Mueller team member. Yes, it would. Do that. And did you hear? Did you hear? You know, we recently learned Assange's lawyer um, saying mm-hmm. Rohrabacher offered Assange a pardon mm-hmm. on behalf of Trump, mm-hmm. which he admits to except the Trump part. Mm-hmm. Well, now it appears Rick Grinnell uh, also was directed by Trump to offer Ecuador and Assange a lighter sentence to ensure his arrest and extradition. Wow. And Susan Collins is concerned. Okay, shut <laughs> up, dude. You missed the point to talk. You had a ch- the chance and you fucked it up. I'm not coming to and try to no kick one your cares. football anymore. There's no such <laughs> yes. thing as a moderate Republican anymore. No. It's not right. a thing. No, she's like they, operating. They lie to get the moderates and then they don't do anything moderate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's voting the same way as the rest of them, but just seeming trepidatious about it as it continues. She continues I to have know. concerns. I don't know how I feel about this. I'm, I don't kind of concerned. I'm here disturbed, I go. concerned. She has a whole thesaurus of... Uh, adjectives right she brings out when she needs to get that moderate vote yeah she um not a good person i was gonna make a horror movie joke about like her being a bad person to have with you in like a horror movie situation because even though she's immensely concerned she just continues to trudge on into danger uh but i didn't want people to think i was suggesting that she's gonna die (laughs) before you even told the joke you explained it yes That that is the new level of where we are. Yes, it is. And the next story. Putting on my Kai Rizdal hat. Uh, oh, I've Kai got some market Rizdal. news for you. This is Marketplace. That song, it sounds like it was made in the 1980s and it never got updated, which is like when you hear the when you hear the weekend edition. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh my God, it's the 70s. I love it. Yes, it's like the fucking Atlanta Olympics or something. It's so. Was that in the nineties? When was that? Eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. Yeah, it was Whitney Houston's uh, dates references. Whitney Houston sang the national anthem, and it is to date still my favorite rendition. Beautiful of our national anthem, that racist piece of shit song. (sighs) All right. Anyway, uh, so marketplace. Um, (laughs) The Dow dropped a thousand points today, which is the worst day it's had in two years, and it is pretty pretty understood that it's because of the rising fear in the global markets that's accompanying the spread of the coronavirus, which we have not talked about too much on this podcast because it's not necessarily political in nature. But, but people are very concerned it's being underreported. Yeah. Coming out. It reminded me of the recent nuclear activities in Russia, which right. reminded me of Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. You know, they just cover that shit up. And, and right. We're very concerned. Fukushima also. And now I'm very, I'm, we're just all very concerned about totally. what is really going on. Totally. And it becomes, even though, you know, it seems on the surface seemingly only health related, it's actually entirely intertwined with politics and the markets, as this news is showing today. But like you said, it's fucked up it's really fucked up everything that's happening i like i just keep hearing all of these stories of you know people who were told that it would be safe to like go somewhere or like like there was a eh, 
I digress. Maybe God is real and the end is here. <laughs> God. <laughs> it's just retrograde. <laughs> I, I just watched Ghostbusters. Just kidding. In case you can't tell. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. That's a quote that makes me feel better. Yes. All right. That's much less bleak to hear. <laughs> God is real and the end is near. Is that what it is? <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, but oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, he says, you know, the moon turns to blood. He goes through revelations and he's like, maybe the, maybe because the dead are rising from the grave, oh, you know, God yeah. is... Maybe it's happening right now. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. But, <laughs> um, but, but, yeah, <laughs> wait for that shoe to drop. Yeah. But what's causing this massive drop seems to be that a bunch of new cases are being reported in Italy and South Korea and other places. And they're having an increasingly difficult time locating patient zero, which is scary. And yeah, I heard about, about that in Italy. Mm hmm. They don't if know you where can't it came track from. it. Yeah. Then it's like, how are you supposed to contain it sort of? And then it's just increasingly reaching the levels of, a you know, what experts are considering to be a pandemic and just a cross continental really scary virus that they are not confident they'll be able to contain really they're kind of saying it's getting past the point of that so Mm -hmm. that's scary but the virus has in many ways already completely halted china's economy as they've struggled to contain it you have to shut down things left and right you have Mm -hmm. to you know mitigate libraries what's going in what's going out everything Mm -hmm. yeah and it's completely fucking up their economy and they're like one of the biggest if not the biggest economies in the world right so well, Top it's also five. had a big political impact on on China itself because there have been usually a lot of the dissent is really suppressed, but there's been like crazy levels of dissent the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks and mm-hmm. people getting really, 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 really angry with their government for mm-hmm. their handling of this. Right. And this also comes at a time of obviously, you know, civil unrest in China, mm-hmm. previous protesting that's been yep. happening and the government there is not... Doing enough for their citizens, it would appear, based on their reactions right now. There's a lot of fucked up things happening yeah. in that country and, and Hong a lot Kong, of people. The right. Uyghurs. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was um I was listening to I can't remember what podcast I was listening to, but anyway, I was listening to a story about a woman who had had her like mother taken away because of the mm-hmm. virus. And they like sorry, this is a bit grim content warning. This is kind of a gory thing. Um, they like took her body away, burned it, and then they, they have no like they never got access to the remains. They have they have no bur- burial site. They're just like taking people away oh and like God. burning them, and then their family. You mean deceased people? Yes. Okay. So yes, sorry, P- people who have I died. thought you meant they came in and got her. No, oh, yeah, like yeah, people yeah. who people who are dying from the virus. The Chinese yeah. government is like <clears throat> removing them from their homes, taking them to an offsite to be cremated, and then the family gets nothing. Jesus, like Christ. no none of no remains or anything, and people are really upset. That's incredibly sad and horrific. Yeah. And I think, yeah, it's no, it's okay because I think we, you know, it hasn't affected our country, at least incredibly tangibly Mm -hmm. yet. yet. And when we hear these stories, it seems like it's so far away, literally. But really, it's could be soon that these are the realities that we face. And it's hard because the efficiency of government too is it like if you're trying to continue your operations in other ways mm. then you're going to maybe resort to more callous treatments of the situation like that and like i don't know i'm obviously not saying that's morally defensible in any way whatsoever that sounds awful and like egregious and disgusting and like not the right way to handle it but it's these kinds of pressures that pop up and create this i imagine kind of whack-a-mole situation for all these different economies and how they're supposed to handle this Mm. in the best way and trump's got an rcdc yeah right so there's that 
Yeah. Although Trump did tweet uh, in 2014, I think. There's a tweet for everything. Mm-hmm. Any president who is president if the Dow drops a thousand points should be shot out of a cannon. Oh, good. Yeah. Where are we sending you? Yeah. Maybe maybe you can prove the earth is flat. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's so great <laughs> all right so that's um <clears throat> the the economy so south italy and south korea respectively have the world's eighth and 12th largest economies so the fears that this pandemic is just going to continue to affect the global market continue to rise and the stocks continue to drop because of that so that's bleak <laughs> next <laughs> Next. <laughs> this is slightly, um, this is a, a bittersweet moment, but a very um, positive moment, I think, objectively for victims all around the world. But Harvey Weinstein was found guilty on two counts of the five that he was facing today in Manhattan. After five days of deliberations, jury found Weinstein was guilty of third degree rape and criminal se- and a criminal sexual act. First so, degree. Yes, first mm-hmm. degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on that second. On the, well, count two, I think, or count one um, was the criminal sexual act. That was first degree. And then the rape was third degree rape. Mm-hmm. And he was acquitted on the three other counts. And this is where the, the bitter part of the bittersweetness is, is the most serious count was among those three counts, and that was predatory sexual assault. So... Not only is his attorney appealing the counts that he was convicted of, he just straight up wasn't found guilty of those other counts. Yeah, and rape in the first degree mm-hmm. was another one of the counts that he was not found guilty for. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to be sentenced in March. He faces up to, up to 25 years in prison. He got taken away to jail, so he'll be waiting in a jail cell for his sentencing. Rikers. Mm-hmm. They took away. They took away his walker, apparently. When they took him away, they just took that shit and walked him into the holding tank or wherever they're... Wow. Yeah. Um, So I listened to um, an NPR story with one of his victims, one of the first people that came out, and I'm blanking on her name right now. I'm sorry. But she was saying that she wants to focus on the positiveness of today, which is that is one of the first people from the Me Too era that was actually held accountable, even though he wasn't found guilty on everything. He was found guilty on two counts, and that means so much for the people that stuck their neck out, and so much to the journalists who Mm -hmm. stood behind those women also and put their neck out doing this investigating, and I think it's something to be, you know, celebrated to some degree, obviously, to a huge degree, really, but then it's not good enough, and we should keep pushing, obviously. Agreed. He'll probably end up getting five years, five or seven years. Um, and But new from Ronan Farrow, Los Angeles prosecutors are moving forward with a separate case against Weinstein, which could include a more expansive group of witnesses and lead to greater sentencing exposure. Paul Thompson, the L.A. deputy district attorney, tells Ronan Farrow, we are definitely proceeding. So sweet. More to come. All right. I swear I have good news. That was good news. Yeah, that is good news, it especially is. given the number of um, assault and rape cases that go unreported, because mm-hmm. we all know reasons we don't, women don't report, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. it'll affect your family, because it'll affect your job, it'll yeah. affect a friend. You know, there's so many, so, so we don't have enough justice. No. Well, much like I've adopted Steve Martin as my surrogate father, um, <laughs> I told him on Twitter, I haven't heard back, so no news is good news, right? Mm-hmm. 
I have adopted this case as my justice for uh, uh, for me being a survivor because mm-hmm. I was talked out of mm-hmm. and scared out of and threatened out of reporting mm-hmm. my rape. So, yeah. and I think a lot. I think a lot of um, women and men and 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 you know and uh, and people you know, non-binary people are who have been assaulted. Mm-hmm are kind of feeling that way uh, yeah. about this. They're kind of adopting it as their justice. And I, I th- I'm, 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 I'm happy that he's going to be going to prison and I'm looking forward to the LA trial. Yeah, yeah. me too. Looking forward is not the... Right. right. No, yeah, but but I mean... But you know what I mean. Yeah, looking forward in solidarity justice. and yeah. yeah. And I, I, I really like how you worded what you just said because I, th- I think a lot of people do feel that way. There's something... We've been hearing about Harvey Weinstein for so long, you know, it's almost become a thing comics joke about, for example... And it's oh, yeah, it was a joke in Thirty Rock, right? Jenna made right years ago. Yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. And then I think when this sentencing came, it, or not sentencing, but conviction came, it was like it filled. I was crying. I wasn't expecting to cry. It had a very Kavanaugh, you know, like Blase Ford feel to it, which was like, this is so shitty, but this is a huge moment of solidarity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there are so many people that, like you said, can't speak out or like. Even if it's just sexual harassment in the workplace, you know, what Harvey Weinstein did is particularly egregious and criminal and disgusting and sex crimes everywhere. But just sexual assault, period. Like, I've had shit against a boss that I was advised to not call him out for and go to court about because they said it's not worth it. It's not worth it to you. But to me, I have, you know, I live all the time whenever I think about it, just thinking like, Fuck, that guy's just out there yeah. doing this to people. Like he leveraged my job on like he like took away my job. He literally fired me because I can't even fucking talk about it cuz that's what the legal system is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was told I would lose I would be kicked out of the navy, I would lose my benefits, I would lose my signing bonus, I would lose my GI bill. I was threatened to be charged with adultery because oh my, my rapist was married, not me. Right. Um, so it was just yeah. So I, I I'm That's I'm with you on so that. I, f- I felt that today, um, mm-hmm. especially deeply. I'm um, so sorry you didn't get to have your own justice with that. Thank you, and I'm sorry you didn't, and you can't even talk about it. Oh uh, well, mine is mine is much smaller. Maybe Bloomberg than what will release you. you from that. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I could talk about it. I just don't really feel like inviting any of that shit in. Yeah. Basically, he solicited sex with me, and mm-hmm. I said no, and then coincidentally, I got taken off all of the work I was supposed to do. It was a touring job, and my flights were already booked and everything, and he just, like, took away all of my work, like, <laughs> immediately after oh, so I turned him down. And he, like, got me drunk and brought me into his room and, like, all this shit, and it's – so it's, like – Hard to imagine that it was anything else. But that's the fucked up thing is we're so gaslit. One of the reasons I didn't take it to court is because I'm thinking, are they going to be able to prove that, you know, none of that had to do with the other thing, even though it's so clear and so obvious that that's what he did and and that was retaliatory? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I truly believed that it was that I made a bad choice. Right. That I shouldn't have been there. I was, I, you know, mm-hmm. they they said, "Why don't you just chalk it up to a bad decision on your part?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And I fully believe that. I believe it so much. I actually just wrote an op-ed uh, about this. Um, that when my, uh, somebody I know uh, had been assaulted, I asked them, "Were you flirting? Were you drinking? Did why'd you bring him inside?" Blah blah blah. Because I was so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
self-blame and mm-hmm. that must mean it, and it was my fault that that must mean if it happens to somebody else Internalized it's their fault misogyny. too right. that is the biggest regret of my life by the way is 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 saying those things and and i would i would uh i would encourage you if you hear someone um uh, victim blaming uh maybe ask yourself if they aren't blaming themselves and mm-hmm. they haven't gone through the same thing uh and you know be kind yeah mm-hmm. i'm so sorry you went through all that stuff i'm sorry too dude mm. It's a Me Too kind of day today. Yeah. Yep. But this is why people listen to a female-hosted podcast. Mm-hmm. Because this is the, the these are the things we think about when we hear mm-hmm. about Weinstein News, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Marginalized people in this society know what it feels like to be disenfranchised in various ways. Mm-hmm. And women, 100%, yep. are one of those groups. Yeah. And when Trump says stuff like, well, what did you expect when you put women and men together uh, <sighs> as far as rape in the military? And what I say to that is, how about the thirteen percent that are men, uh huh, mm-hmm. that report? Yeah, um, right. That and that's report. just that report. Yeah. Uh, don't put men with men in the military. Okay. Um, you know what? The hmm. very valid point because because in fact it is even harder sometimes for male survivors to have their voices be heard and to be respected. See, they underreport far more. Absolutely. Than, mm-hmm. Yeah. Than uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Rape and assault doesn't just happen Their to women. Parts happens to all genders. Yeah, all genders. definitely. Yeah. <sighs> all right. <clears throat> Moving on. Another deep breath. <laughs> I do have some good news after this uh, ad, and I really like this product too. So I'm I'm excited mm. about the ad. Uh, Yay! You know what? So. Bring the ad voice. Bring the pet. <laughs> I believe in you. I can do it. You can. <laughs> you know, I, I record these ads. I don't know if the listeners know this, but I record these ads. The sh- they happen in the show. Yeah. They don't, they they're aren't not recorded. Just in. No, no. They aren't recorded pre, like on good days when Mercury's mm-hmm. not in Uranus. Uh, <laughs> they're recorded like in the show. So I'm going to try. I'm going to do my best. So we'll be, we'll be right back. Hey, everybody, it's AG. I've mentioned it before. I am not the greatest at getting places early, uh, especially when traveling. And I travel a lot. What do we do? Like 12 shows, 12 cities last year. And I always have like the I'm going to miss my flight anxiety. And I am excited about our new sponsor. I have actually been using them for like a couple of years now. And so now I'm super excited that they want to sponsor the podcast. It's called Clear. And you'll never run to your gate again. Clear helps you get through security with a tap of a finger so you can get your get to your gate faster and reduce pre-flight stress. Clear rep- replaces the need for physical ID cards using your eyes and your fingertips to get you through security because you're the best ID out there. So create your account online. I've been trying to talk you into it for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to have to get it. <laughs> it's so rad. Um, and you can create your account online before you go to the airport. And once you get to the airport, a Clear ambassador, ambassador, helps you finish the process, uh, then you can immediately use Clear, like right then. They help you get through security faster uh, in 65-plus airports and stadiums across the country, uh, with more being added every day. So if you're traveling with your family, up to three family members can be added at a discounted rate, and kids under 18 are free when traveling with a Clear member. Clear is absolutely the best way to get through airport security. You just bypass the entire line. It works great. Um, And it's like faster than TSA pre-check. So personally, I hate being stressed during travel, so I'm super excited to use Clear. Uh, Right now, our listeners um, can get their first two months free. First two months of Clear free. So go to clearme.com slash dailybeans and use code dailybeans. That's C-L-E-A-R-M-E dot com slash dailybeans. Code dailybeans for free two months of Clear. You'll be glad you did. Well, we'll float on good news is on the way. All right. 
That was the ad voice. Hi, <laughs> 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 uh, if you're a voiceover uh, or you work in the industry, hire me. I'm happy to read your ads. You have a fantastic for, voice for money. Thank you. Yes. I never liked it. Like I always, I'm always weird. Like listening to mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. Like especially when I did music, like I have an album out, and it's just like. I hear myself and I'm like, this music is rad, but I don't want to hear myself singing. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like a lot of people feel that way just with watching themselves physically or listening to stuff. It's just so fucking cringe. Oh, our video episode? I was like watching myself. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Who's going to want to watch that? I'm not going to You are. (laughs) Become a patron today. (laughs) Um, I've gotten better. I used to hate the sound of my own voice. I still kind of do, but at least I'm used to it now. Uh I feel like before I was on this podcast, I would hear myself in... Going kind of recording, and I right. was like, hmm. "Yeah, that's a good point. A big part of it is, is how f- infrequently you hear it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love your voice. I think you have a great voice. You don't have you uh, do. vocal fry. You don't like Mm-mm. do the up talk, the up speak, and mm-hmm. I think, uh, and you don't have that weird Canadian accent. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, uh, I don't. But you are having lived so f- so many places, Canada and and, and London. You're pretty accent free. It's uh, it's just like you a have generalized... a little t- like a tinge of like a, a that tinge. Maine accent. If, well, if I'm I from can, Nova Scotia. If I can compare it to anything in the United yeah. States, but that's it. It's just, yeah, and it's only a little teeny. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't have any kind of. I, I don't sound like my family. No, not at all. And I and I when I lived in London, I had a very international group of friends mm-hmm. and a lot of American friends from all over the states. And then I moved here, and it's just so easy to. to and also, the thing is, you just have to keep in mind is Cal- Southern California produces <laughs> media. Right. Yeah. So the way the California way of speaking, I don't know becomes, why I just went. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it becomes it becomes more Tell for English speaking people. It becomes sort of a de facto way of speaking because you guys put out movie and TVs. TVs. You yeah. put out TVs. <laughs> we do. We make all the TVs. You make all the TVs. Um, you know what I mean. Yeah. But yeah, right. no, I hundred percent. Yeah, most of the content, dude. Raw, dude. But you'll catch me mm-hmm. a little bit of Canadian when I say tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. Sorry. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit of that. And it cracks me up when Connor does that voice, by the way. Connor Lachlan. Connor Lachlan he, he's yeah. a guy who produces comedy shows here. And just, I just be like, hey, he's like, raw, dingus. And then, and then he'll go, through raw, dude. Yeah. Totally. Right on. It's the like stereotypes totally exist. Uh, from Fast Plus. Times at Ridgemont. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Spicoli, you know. Yeah. Like, Whoa. <laughs> that was the best part of moving to San Diego was realizing the stereotypes. A lot of them were so true. Oh, uh, yeah. You, you, some of the beach communities, you're like, mm-hmm. are you, mm-hmm. did someone write you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are you real? <laughs> yeah. 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 The surfer dudes. Like, totally. <laughs> you should watch Peggy Sue Got Married. You'll flip out. All right. Time for some good news. Susan Collins has plummeted in the polls and she is being surpassed by her main M-A-I-N-E, Democratic <laughs> opponent, Sarah Gideon, 43 to 42. Yes. Gideon also leads the other three Dems by more than 50 points. She's the overwhelming favorite to cool. run against. Susan, uh, 54% of Mainas have a negative opinion of Collins. Mainas in your dooryard. That's how she, Jeff Bilodeau talks, huh? He's a main comic. It, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, she voted for Kavanaugh, as we know. She paid. She was paid off to acquit the president. Um, she's just a giant piece of crap. I can't wait to watch the Democrat fill that seat yeah oh that's gonna be so good that's what you get for being a shitty fence sitter yes trying to masquerade as a fence sitter but you still fall on the same side of the fence every fucking time yeah oops <laughs> Maine is so interesting being like a, a neighboring area to where i'm from because you have you do have a lot of that like social progressivism in of, of the new england variety but you also have a lot of like rural conservative folks too because Wayne Lapierre but they're comes from huge. Maine they're all Ooh. Bernie they're all Bernie fans though yes uh, at least the ones that that when I I love Maine yeah and totally. we were we were we went to Portland we went to Bethel and then we were sort of in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. and it they were definitely like what you would consider to like you would think 
somebody that was like a Trump supporter mm-hmm. would be, but they're all like uh, more like libertarians and yep. they, totally. you know, uh, just working class folks. Yep. Everybody is so fucking kind mm-hmm. there. Everyone smiles at you when you smile. I walk mm-hmm. a lot. I jog like <laughs> on the street. I'll smile at every single person I pass. Mm-hmm. Maybe once a month, somebody mm-hmm. will smile back at me. Yeah. Uh, but everybody they stop when they're driving by they'll slow down just to wave at you <laughs> and they don't know you yep. <laughs> yeah totally so incredible one to lady West Coast person. one lady like accident because we were having the, the comedy festival mm-hmm. there and one lady pulled into the driveway one of the comedians mm-hmm. and her car got stuck in a ditch and like all of a sudden there were just Mainers <laughs> who just came out to help lift physically oh, lift yeah. oh her God, car out of the so ditch sweet. <laughs> yeah I love Maine so awesome spent so much time there growing up there's yeah. a there was a ferry that ran between Nova Scotia and Maine. Oh, that's so yeah, beautiful sounding. Yeah, yeah mm. really beautiful. Yeah, Maine is great. People are great there. But it was cold. It sure is, which it is why sure is. I live in San Diego now. Yeah. <laughs> right on, dude. Yep. Um, and a major effort to expand land development of Canada's oil sands has collapsed ahead of the deadline for government approval, which kind of like lets Trudeau off the hook. Uh, the deal was tanked by the investors uh, with concerns over oil's future and the environmental mm. political backlash. Wow, what an informed decision. This was a nine-year plan that would have increased can- uh, Canada's oil production by about 5%, but it would have felled 24,000 acres of forest, boreal forest, and it would have released millions of tons of carbon of carbon dioxide annually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just fell apart. The investors like, nah, dude. Mm-hmm. Oil sounds like a bad investment. Yes. Isn't that amazing? That's it's, amazing. Yeah. Why can't more people follow that suit? Hopefully that well, hopefully it'll start happening, you know? There's become a lot of more. I, I was working on a project. <laughs> I was actually working on a project once, a couple years ago about um about pressuring investors to make more responsible decisions. There's mm-hmm. like a whole yeah, there's a whole there's a whole movement of just like putting immense pressure upon investors to make responsible decisions in their mm-hmm. portfolio in a mm-hmm. way that we've never seen before, and mm-hmm. I think it's actually having an impact. Yes, I would like. Go ahead. I would like to start investing, but I have first off no idea what the hell I'm doing, and second off, I want to make sure that everything's going to portfolios that are well, like environmentally sustainable, and I know that they have. The those United now. Nations actually has an entire like branch devoted to this. It's called the United Nations Principles for Responsible Investment. Interesting. Yeah, they help put. Um, they help. Uh, you know, put pressure on investors slash connect investors with. Um, uh, investment decisions that'll support the UN's sustainable development goals. Very cool. Yeah. I wonder if that's what happened here. I don't know. That'd be cool to find out. Yeah. Because mm. the Washington Post didn't say. Very cool. Uh, or a New York Times. It was a New York Times story. Uh, all right. Time for a little schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. All right. Amy Berman, Judge Jackson, if you're nasty, has denied Roger Stone's motion to have her removed from the case. She says, quote, at bottom... Given the absence of any factual or legal support for the motion for disqualification, the pleading appears to be nothing more than an attempt to use the court's docket to disseminate a statement for public consumption that has the words judge and biased in it. (laughs) For these reasons, the defendant's motion is hereby denied. So ordered Amy Berman Jackson. Ooh, Mm, slammed. You got moated. Mm -hmm. Moated, dude. Fuck yeah. Uh, I'm going to stop that California accent. I should really, I've been trying to actually not use the word dude. so Because it's not gender neutral? Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm trying. Yeah. I appreciate that. It's hard. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard having spent, you know, 25 years yeah. here. Yeah. I say dude a lot. Yeah. Me too. Dude. Mm. Rad. I say dude like I say rad. Yeah. Maybe I'll just keep saying rad. 
Brad. 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 Not bros. Gender. Brad. Not Brad. Neutral either. Damn it. Uh, yeah. I'll figure something out. Y'all. You can't. Yeah. If you know, Rad, y'all. Doesn't. It doesn't. In a, again, a California. Y'all accent. and folks are the two most gender neutral terms that I adopted in my incredibly like activism-y years in college that yeah. I have since kind of let drop out of my brain. Um, mostly out of probably laziness. Mm. But yeah. Yeah, we changed our intro uh, at when we do live shows. Um, yeah, from ladies and gentlemen to ladies, ladies and gentlemen, they and them. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I've I also heard. Ladies, T H E Y D I E S. Other than ladies, ladies, ladies. Yeah, huh. I've seen oh, it. Ladies. Hmm. Yeah. Clever. T H E Y D I E S. Yeah. Everyone. That that works. Although if you spell it out, it looks like they dies, and that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> ladies, ladies and gentlemen. Um. Yeah, my sibling is non-binary, so I've learned a little bit about that. Yeah, it's tough. It, I, using gender neutral language in general, I think, is a good idea. Mm-hmm. But I think that people wildly disagree on whether or not dude is considered gender neutral. Yes, I think that is a big disagreement. Anyway, we will not get into that any further on the show today. So far, the best thing that I think we can do is if somebody does, doesn't want to be called it, don't call them that. Toads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Easy Absolutely. enough. If somebody doesn't want a, a blue lamp in their house, don't fucking make them have mm-hmm. one. You know? Yes. Totally. Just, just do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Time for a hashtag. Hashtag. All right. Flint is trending online today because someone put an eat the rich sign on the Bloomberg headquarters in Flint, Michigan, and Bloomberg tweeted it out. Sad about it. Uh, Robert Reich tweeted that the cost to repair Flint's water pipes is $55 million and reminds Mike that he has spent $505 million on oh ads God. alone. So... Eat Dude, the rich. I just watched Fahrenheit 11.9. Did you watch that? Michael Moore's film. Oh, no. One of them. I know Michael Moore elicits a certain- It's about the Flint stuff, though, right? Uh, largely, it's about the Flint stuff. Yeah, it's about a lot of stuff. Kind of just like all the shit that's happened over the last four years and how Trump kind of came to be where he's at and everything. But so much fucked up stuff happened in Flint that I was not aware of. I knew that it was bad and I knew that there was government cover-up stuff happening and it was all in the name of profits and still- it's an issue. It's a huge issue that has not been fixed. But yeah, so seeing that is disgusting now that I'm knowing more details about how awful the situation there was and is. Yep. It would cost Mike Bloomberg 0.9% of his total wealth to fix Flint. 0.9%? Yeah. Less than 1% oh my God. of his total wealth. He could fix Flint's water. I feel like it would be 0.09%. Yeah, exactly. Point zero nine. So yeah. it's less than a percent, right? That's less than a tenth of less a percent. Less than a tenth of yeah. a percent, yeah. Yeah, so cool. Yeah. yeah. People literally can't even leave right now because no one's going to buy their house. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. They're like stuck. And Snyder, right? So That's many the name ab- of- abandoned houses too. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah. And then I saw some fucked up shit in that movie that Obama did that I hadn't seen. The, the, one, the thing uh, where he drinks the water. He does like a like a PR kind of like I'm thirsty. Give me a glass of water. And American like, Factory, that one. I don't remember Is the one he won an Oscar for. Oh no no no! It was a uh, he he. This is just like showing kind of a faux pas that Obama did when he went to speak at Flint. Oh, and they were and Snyder comes out and he is the warm up guy before Obama comes and everybody's booing Snyder like he can't get a single word out booing him because he's trying to convince them that their water is fine. And the people are like, no, it is not fine. And then Obama comes on 
and he's like, I'm coming here personally because I'm going to see what the fuck is happening or I'm going to fix it. I'm thirsty. Get me a glass of water to like show that the water is fine to drink. And he like doesn't even take a sip. He literally like wets his lips and sets it. It, The whole thing is just so fucking cringe. Yeah. I didn't want to know about that today. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm not blaming you. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Yeah, blame me for what Obama did, <laughs> Flint. Yeah. Um, but those are the uh, good news stories. Yes, Bloomberg, you look like an idiot. Give your money to people that need it. Yep. Mm. Drop out and keep making ads. Yep. Please. Big fan of your work. Big fan of your ads. Ads are great. Love mm-hmm. them. I wonder mm-hmm. who's making them because they're really good. Yeah. The one with the Mean Girls clips and all the 80s movies clips. It's so great. <laughs> I'm like, dude, he's calling Mean Girls on us. That's nice. Yeah. Or the ones in Nevada, was it, that that have like the, like he failed a, cas- or he went bankrupt running a casino, those. Oh, all the billboards? Yeah. 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 Basically, just huge billboards saying, you know, Trump. Just the shade billboards. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, you're, you're a dick. Whatever. I mean, they're, they're up. <laughs> but that's, that's fun. Uh, so, yeah. but, uh, you know, drop out. Yeah. Drop out, bro. Yeah. Fucking... He hasn't even entered yet. <laughs> he's still not even on the ballots anywhere. <laughs> I know. Like... Every, every poll, that's, he's not even in there, you yeah. know, except for the ones where he's he shows up on the on the thing. I feel like we've weird. reached our peak Bloomberg saturation for what we're, we're willing to even tolerate, like, as a level of him being talked about. That's how I feel. There's after... going to be more, I yeah. guarantee you. Because mm-hmm. of fucking money. Yep. Ego and money. You guys have any more good news stories? Tweet them at us at Daily Beans Pod. Yes, please. Yeah, that'd Thank be great. Mm-hmm. All right, that's our show. Any final thoughts? I think we got all of our final thoughts out in the middle of the show. I mm-hmm. think so, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I will just say, everyone, please take care of yourselves, take care of each other, take care of the planet, and take care of your mental health. I've been AG. I've been Jordan Coburn. I've been Amanda Reader. And them's the Beans. The Daily Beans is executive produced and directed by AG and Jordan Coburn and engineered and edited by Mackenzie Mazell and Starburns Industries. Our marketing manager, executive assistant, production and social media direction is Amanda Reader. Fact-checking and research by A.G., Jordan Coburn, and Amanda Reeder. Our music is written and performed by They Might Be Giants. Our web design and branding are by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios. And our website is dailybeanspod.com.